the world's most hate-filled book, it's not the Bible or Quran. Narrator, Phil Richmond It is important to understand where hate comes from. It is far too easy for liberals to dismiss hate as emanating from Donald Trump or Republicans. On the other hand, conservatives claim it is liberals who hate anything that looks white or conventional. This is not a paradox, it is that both sides hate each other. The first thing we notice is that the hate from both sides is directed at definitions. The right and left define each other as hateful, but this only means they define the other in a prejudicial way. If we do not define an object, if we do not identify it with word and a description, it cannot be hated. People do not hate Trump the object, they hate Trump the identity they know him as. Liberals hate how this object called Trump is defined by them. Democrats hate the definition they have of Trump. If no one explained who Trump was to them, if no one defined Trump, no one would have an idea they could and do hate. Islamophobia is merely a definition of Islam. Unless Islam is defined prejudicially, it cannot be hated or feared. The same goes for feminism and misogyny and all the other terms we use for things we hate. Because it is defined, that definition can be hated. No definition is the thing. We never know the reality, what we know is the definition, and it is the definition that is reacted to. Misogynists hate women. Misogynists are defined by their hatred of women. But what is a woman? For the misogynist a woman is the hate he feels. The misogynists identifies a woman by what he feels. There is nothing about a woman to hate that is not hated. The woman does not make the hate. Hate is not integral to the physical object identified as a woman. The hate is attached to the definition. But what if women was not what the misogynist defined? What if a woman was undefinable? What if woman was a gender and could only be identified by a process of self-identification? How does one hate the thing with no identity? A dictionary is a book full of defined words. It is fair to say a dictionary is a book that imposes identity on what it has defined. If we look up the word woman, we find it defined in a way that surely is a display of microaggression. Dictionaries may even be considered to display open and overt aggression against trans women. What right has Webster's to tell a transgendered person what a woman is? Dictionaries are full of similar triggering phrases. Webster's have no issue with describing what a cat is. What if someone experience an event they interpret as what things that are cats feel? The being experiences a sense of identity that is interpreted as a cat. If the cat does not find Webster's description identical with their own experience, Zay, the cat's preferred pronoun, may suffer irreparable psychological trauma. Dictionaries express more than systemic racism. 
Nothing speaks more volumes about white supremacy and systemic discrimination than dictionaries. Is any surprise that dictionaries are written by old white males? Is white supremacy and white privilege better displayed anywhere than in dictionaries? Imagine the arrogance of writing a book that tells us, regardless of race, creed, sexual orientation, gender, religion, or color, what their descriptors mean. As a white man, I confess to the guilt of parading my white privilege in the writing of this essay. I have consistently used words as defined in white people's dictionaries. I have used my white privilege and crassly flaunted my systemic knowledge of white culture and its language. I am a user of dictionaries and a beneficiary of white supremacy terminology, and for that I deeply apologize. No doubt we need a BIPOC dictionary. We need to erase all white language words. Nothing is more certain than dictionaries perpetuate white supremacy and promote systemic racism through white language. Let's hope when one becomes available, it rejects white racist tradition of dictating how we are to use words. We need to move beyond these cisgender conventions of white culture. Critical race theory is nowhere needed more than in the writing of dictionaries. Dictionaries more than any other book record the history of racism. Systemic racism is nowhere more obvious than in the white man's domination of language. Racism is nowhere more on display than a white dictionary. But things can change. Dictionaries, at least those that express the white view of language, can and must be removed from schools and libraries. The use of dictionaries for quotes and word definitions must be viewed as a hate crime. Laws must be enacted and enforced that reflect the modern, liberated, equitable, and progressive view of language. Local libraries, schools, universities, and communities need to hold book burnings of dictionaries. All statues, images, and references to the white colonialists of the mind, such as Noah Webster, must be removed from the public square. Writers of white dictionaries are an insidious and repugnant destroyer of indigenous culture. White language supremacists are just another form of white supremacy to be fought, overcome, and eradicated. The essay is dedicated to all those freedom fighters of language-based liberty who came before and refused to use language as defined by the white man's book. Indigenous land was colonized by white culture and indigenous minds have been colonized by dictionaries of the English language. Rejecting the use of white names does not go far enough. BIPOC must free themselves of white thinking. How liberated are you? If your body is black, but your mind is white you have been colonized? Minorities will never be free so long as the language they use is white. The words given to minorities by the white man are white words that make other races and cultures think white. Words are nothing but sounds given meaning. Give the words you use your own sound and give these sounds your own meaning or no meaning as you choose. 
Meanings are hateful. Meanings covey microaggression. Labels need to be eliminated to eliminate the hate and microaggression that come with words. Please cease using labels to identify and misidentify people. It creates hate. We can burn all the dictionaries and get rid of these white man's microaggressions, or we can continue to perpetuate the use of hate-based labels. The truth is clear, to get rid of hate we need to eliminate words. Burn the dictionaries. Eliminate language at least language that uses words as labels. Burn the word books and free our minds. Get rid of definitions and the hateful books that contain them. Unite as a free people, come together in peace freed of labels, free of words that have been defined. Did you notice this was written in jest, and indeed a mocking of people who oppose clear definitions of words? Without our language, without words, clearly defined, we cannot communicate. To illustrate the truth of what I have said, please look up in a dictionary the meaning of irony, parody, and sarcasm. Thanks.